Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. On your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. 105.7 The Fan. Hey, News from the Nest is sponsored by Window Nation. Winners here with Window Nation. Replacing those old windows is easier and more affordable than you think. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Eric DaCosta talking about the O-line, free agents and all of that. Yeah, well, you know, congrats to Kevin. He's at the Pro Bowl right now, and uh, he's earned it. I think he's been a Pro Bowler. This was his first year, but in my mind, he's been a Pro Bowler. A great attitude, great player, uh, veteran awesome family. Uh, his wife, by the way, she's an unbelievable baker. Um, but, you know, I'm really happy for Kevin. He's a free he agent. Somewhere else, uh, he's one of those guys that we'll continue to talk to. He and I met last week. We'll see what that looks like in the coming weeks. But as I said, the offensive line is going to always be a preference. You know, I know it's not a sexy position for a lot of people, my, my sons included. Um, but it's a critical important for our team, and we will spend a lot of resources and a lot of time talking what that's going to look like. How different will it look in eight months, whenever it is the season starts? Well, I, I think with Zeitler, Bob, being an older guy, it's going to be interesting to see if anybody will step up and pay him for multiple years. I, I think he's back to the Ravens if it's uh, right price. I think it's one of those. You go out and see what you can get, and then right player, right price. That's what I think. Well, you know, Tyler Linderbaum's going to be your center for many years to come. Yep. John Simpson, left guard, the free agent. We just t- talked about Zeitler, Morgan Moses. I mean, your tackle situation is not ideal at this time, right? No. I, I mean, Bob, if it was ideal, you wouldn't be rotating. You know, that's what I keep saying. I mean, if you got two good tackles, you're not rotating dudes in. Um, could it be this pretty much similar offensive line? I think I, I don't I just don't know that Moses will be will be back and and Ronnie Ronnie if he's back Bob it's because um, financially it was the best thing for them to do to keep him another year or they couldn't get a guy in the draft if they don't get a guy in the draft then yeah then he's definitely going to be back now a business decision the Maven, Ravens Ravens made last season was to not pick up Patrick Queen's fifth-year option. And he went out and had the best season of his career. He, too, 
was in the Pro Bowl over the weekend in Vegas. Eric DaCosta was asked to look back. And, you know, hindsight, that's always 2020, isn't it, there, I guess? Well, you know, you never know on these situations is the challenge. Patrick had an amazing season. I love Patrick. He's one of my favorite guys on the team. He's put himself in a great position, uh, potentially to hit the market and see what his value is. You never know if, if you pick up an option, that's less money that you can spend on somebody else. And so how does that, how do those dominoes fall? Really hard to say. I, I would think, Bob, that with um, three defensive coaches leaving, that Patrick Queen won't be back. I, you know, I can't remember. I think Miami's inside linebackers all got hurt. So do they, do they need an inside backer? Seattle? You know, um, how about teaming him with uh, Bobby Wagner? Yeah, to have that veteran guy, mm-hmm. you know, and then uh, Tennessee. So will somebody step up and pay him? He's going to want, what, 16 to 20 mil a year, I would imagine. There's no way. I mean, that's why the Ravens drafted Simpson. Now, to Vinny's point, Miami hired uh, Anthony Weaver. Yep. Denard Wilson went to Tennessee, Tennessee, and Mike McDonald is now the head coach in Seattle. And, he's, and we'll, Zach Orr's getting the job, and we'll talk about him with uh, Cordell at the bottom of the hour. But um, surprised that Denard or Weaver, maybe more so, weren't involved, or maybe they were, I don't know. Neither one of those guys is the new D. I mean, Zach Orr, if he wouldn't hurt his neck back, he no. might still be playing. He's 31 years old, but no Wilson. And no Weaver, who and Denard's a turp, but he's you know made his bones as a coach outside of the Ravens. I mean, Anthony Weaver was drafted by the Ravens out yeah. of Notre Dame way back when. Yeah. Well, one thing Harbs did say, which I tend to ag- agree with, is um, the linebacker coach Bob, the inside linebacker coach, which or coached. You know, he had two Pro Bowl guys, um, which he made them a lot better, but. Being a linebacker coach, you got to deal with the front and the back, which is the secondary you got to deal with because your linebackers are in coverage. And then the front you got to deal with because they're so heavily involved in the run. So if you just get a secondary coach, does he know all three levels? The D line coach, does he know the other levels? That's whereas the inside linebacker coach, what did Mike McDonald coach inside backers when he was here? So I, I, I think. That was probably the the biggest reason, and that, and the other guys probably knew it, and that's why they were leaving. But I mean, Denard Wilson's a hell of a coach. It's Vinny Haney, one hundred five seven. The fans get a couple calls in. We'll hear more from Eric DaCosta later on in the hour. We're going to count some money, hopefully, in a few with buy or sell. But WGK Law phone lines are here for all of us, and we're taking it to Bruce and Bel Air. Bruce, thanks for holding. What's happening on this Monday? Hey guys, how are you doing? It's good. Good hearing from you again. Yep. How are we doing? Good. Thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to give my take on the Ravens championship game. My take is that Lincoln and Harbaugh panic. They, they saw Mahomes and Kansas City marching up and down the field, scoring touchdowns with nine-minute drives, and they just lost all faith in their game plan at that point, which they shouldn't have. So. For comparison, let me just say this for comparison. Over the weekend, I was watching the uh, replays of all the Super Bowls. They had like, you know, just a half hour for each Super Bowl. And it was Super Bowl 51, uh, New England against Atlanta. Well, in the first half, New England could do no right and 
Atlanta could do no wrong. They were down by 18 points. Start the third quarter. Atlanta gets the kickoff. Marshall's right down, scores a touchdown. New England's down 25 points. Now I've seen replays of this game before, but I never saw this one replay. The camera shifted over to Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator for New England, Mm -hmm. and he's got his offense on the sideline at that point, and he says this. He says, guys, I don't want to see anybody out there trying to do something they can't do. We're going to go back out there, and we're going to – we're going to go one play at a time like we always do, and we're going to get back in this thing. Now, now right there, two short statements, but it spoke volumes. It told his team, I'm not panicking, and you shouldn't either. And it also told him, I have every confidence in you that you can get back in this game. And uh, if, you really, if you remember, the next, their next drive, they went down, and Atlanta stopped them on third down, and they kicked the field goal. But right there, I'm telling you, Harbaugh would have said analytics told him that a touchdown's better than a field goal, and he would have went for the fourth down because he panics. But 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 anyway, you know, like I say, uh, Harbaugh and Munkin, with what they were doing, told their team we're panicking and we got no faith in what our game plan was. Anyway, right, I'll get your guys' thoughts off the air. Thank you. All right, thank you, Bruce. That's kind of been the theme. Yeah, but if you if you look at the second half, four of their drives were pretty good. I mean, they had a lot of plays and a lot of yardage, but they screwed it up. You know, I mean, whereas the week before they went four straight times with a touchdown or three touchdowns and a field goal, and why? Because they didn't have any mental errors. And this one. You know, I mean, you get down there and you get the touchdown with uh, um, the fumble, you know, by uh, Flowers. Flowers. Yeah, yeah Flowers. Mental error there. You know, and there was mental error. You, you get seven plays, you know, and, and you have a penalty or you have a guy drop a ball or run a wrong route or you get a sack. Ronnie Stanley doesn't block his guy, you know. Throwing the triple coverage in the end zone. Uh, oh, especially when you had the out and up, too. He could have laid it up. Or if he throws it to likely early, it's a touchdown. So there was a lot of a lot of mental errors, and you can't win. You cannot win if you have a ton of mental errors. I'll, I'll bet you second half defensively, they had none. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7. The fan will come back, count some uh, money, hopefully with a little buy or sell. That Cordell Woodland's going to be joining us. We get back to your phone calls at 1245. Jason Cole's going to have some NFL lunch with us. We'll preview Super Bowl 58 with him. Jeff Berman. Inside MDSports.com joins us at 1.30. We'll revisit, because we have to, what happened Saturday in East Lansing as Maryland's hopes getting to the NCAA tournament kind of diminish with each passing loss. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney. 1057 The Fan. Biddy and Haiti, 1057 The Fed here on this Monday. Super Bowl is six days away as Kansas City looks to defend their championship against San Francisco. We'll be talking about it later in the show with Jason Cole, so stay tuned for that. But right now, let's count a little cash, shall we? Buy or sell. Ew. Ew. Uh, the Dow is down 317, Bob. Uh, S&P's down 18, and NASDAQ's down 48. DraftKings up 38 cents. Under Armour's down 11 cents. As always, Buy or Sell is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog, and we'll start here in the NFL where all of our head coaching vacancies have been filled. Dan Quinn to the Commanders was the final piece of the puzzle, and so now you're going to start seeing all of these uh, grade articles come out, you know, grading all of the hirings. For Cody Benjamin and CBSSports.com, the Quinn move earned a D-plus on the commander's part. Uh, every other coaching hire, just a note here, got a C-plus or above. So this was definitely an outlier. And the quote here reads, To go from one aging, defensively-minded retread to another is curious. Perhaps his experience will help ground a rebuilding team, but hardly registers as an inspiring move. Vinny, are you buying or selling that Quinn's tenure will be the shortest of all the coaching hires this cycle? Hmm. I'll sell. I'll sell that. But the thing I keep going back to, Norm, and I said it last week, Redskins fans do not want a Cowboy to be their coach. North Turner, the Redskins fans, never accepted him because he was a Cowboy. And I just don't think that the true Redskins fans are going to accept Dan Quinn because he's a cowboy. That's going to be the biggest problem. You know what would be interesting, Norm, is, is get the one get the new coaches from this past year, you know, and like what, what people gave them for grades last year and then how they did this year. That Then you can kind of get some validity to it. Over to the NBA, the full all-star rosters have been announced. And as usual, there's some snubs to debate for social media. Out West, the five-seeded Kings – did not have any representation. Meanwhile, last year, both De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis made the team during Sacramento's surprising rise. Both are arguably having better statistical seasons this year than they did last, but didn't earn a spot. It is a crowded group, a lot of competition. Bob, buy or sell, both should have made the cut. I'm buying it. Sabonis is a triple-double waiting to happen. De'Aaron Fox is one of the most explosive guards in the league. Their team's winning. So Anthony Davis made it. Sabonis is like fourth in the MVP voting. They, look, I'm not going to get into Laker hate here. 
but for a 500 team, and they had a good week last week. They yeah. won at Boston, beat the Knicks. I, good for you. But they're like 500. And they get treated like they're the 86 Celtics here. So that gets a little tiresome. But, yeah, they both got hosed, Nolan, to answer your question. I'm buying it. I have seen some people suggesting that they should expand the roster size for the All-Star game just with how deep the talent pool is yeah, in the league. I mean, it's not like put as many people as you want on it. They're going back to the East-West. Now, whether or not they go back to actually trying in the All-Star game remains to be seen. But, yeah, just add a couple more spots in there. Seems I mean, the Julius only... Randle made it, and he's not even playing. Right. The, the only way that uh, it seems like Guys really put forth an effort if money's involved, like that preseason tournament that they had, you know, where each guy, what, they got a million bucks or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where the 500 yeah. Lakers hung a banner. Yeah. Right. It was definitely incentive for just making it. I'm sure there's contract incentives for getting Probably. named. Uh, how about over here in the Super Bowl? The media circus will start ramping up here tonight with uh, all of the crazy questions flying the players and coaches' way. But last week, Nick Bosa, he got an early start on grabbing some headlines when asked about the matchup against KCO lineman Donovan Smith and Jawan Taylor. He was pretty short with his answer, just saying, quote, they hold a lot. Uh, Maybe planting some seeds here for the refs or just talking trash, but buy or sell Vinny, Bosa will have a multi-sack game on Sunday night. Sell it. Mahomes doesn't take sacks. He'll get rid of the ball. So I'm um, multi-sack? No, I'll sell that. Because the other thing is, is, Bosa really doesn't have any help. I mean, if Chase Young wants to make some money, he's got to have a big, big game because he's been non-existent. Yeah, they were blanked in that Packers game. No sacks at all. Mm -hmm. Well, neither. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Over in college basketball, Duke and North Carolina, a top 10 matchup on Saturday night. It lived up to the hype. The Tar Heels picking up a 93-84 win over their rival. And Armando Baycott, he was a difference maker. 25 points for him. A much-needed performance in more ways than one. The fifth-year senior really hasn't lived up to expectations this year. Was just averaging seven points per game uh, leading up to that matchup against Duke, their previous four games there. But buy or sell, Bob, Saturday night was the uh, turning point for Baycott's season. Uh, I'll soft buy it. National TV, I mean, and it was a top 10 matchup, to your point. But Carolina just kind of had them at arm's length for most of the game. I think the Tar Heels were kind of on them early and maintained the advantage based on what I I had three things going. I had boxing on, I had that game, and that had the Maryland women against Iowa after the Maryland men almost put me to sleep with that 23% from three shooting thing we'll talk about with uh, Jeff Ehrman at 130. But I'll soft buy that that he'll be back doing whatever. He did say the ACC runs through him, so whatever that means. Guy has one good game. Yeah. Starts popping All off. All of a sudden, he's uh, Michael Jordan. And we'll close with this, something that got brought up here a little bit earlier with the Chargers. They got their new GM. They got their new head coach. Now their attention turns towards some key roster decisions. Towards the top of that to-do list, uh, big, big cap hits, including Keenan Allen, veteran wide receiver. He's still under contract for one more season but has a $34 million cap hit. Uh, He's not alone, though. Mike Williams, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack all have cap hits north of $30 million, many of them uh, going into, obviously, their final year on their contract. But Vinny Byersell, looking specifically at Keenan Allen here, he will be a cap casualty. Um, 
I'm going to, I'll sell it just because I kind of agree with Bob. Mike Williams is always hurt. Mm-hmm. If I could get rid of either one, I'd get rid of Mike Williams and keep Keenan Allen. And presumably you're going to come up with some sort of extension, you know, get rid of that big number. Whether you keep him or not, that big number, I mean, it's got to oh, go. Gotta, oh, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. I mean, Mike Williams is a good player. I mean, he's that yeah. prototype yeah. modern Clemson. day But he was guy. always hurt at Clemson, too. Yes, he was. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, Cordell Woodland's going to be joining us talking about the press conferences from this past Friday with John Harbaugh, Eric DaCosta. Look ahead to Zach Orr a little bit as well. Ravens, 23 free agents, most likely to stay, most likely to go. We'll get Cordell's thoughts on that. We'll take your phone calls at 410-583-1057. Jason Cole's going to be joining us for some NFL lunch. Preview Super Bowl 58 with him. And we'll talk Maryland hoops with Jeff Ehrman from InsideMDSports.com and also talk about the draft prospects for some of Mike Loxley's turtles eligible for the NFL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Best Orioles coverage. The best Ravens coverage. The best Terps coverage. 105.7. The Fan. Video 80, 105.7. The Fan here on this Monday. Super Bowl six days from today. You can hear that game. 105.7. The Fan. Kansas City against San Francisco. Of course, the Ravens aren't in it. Unfortunately, we've been talking about that for a better part of a week now. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato joining us to talk about the press conference that was Friday. Look ahead a little bit to Zach or tomorrow as he will be introduced as the new defensive coordinator for your Baltimore Ravens. He's our colleague here on the fan, shaking it up sports. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Welcome in Cordell Woodland. Cordell, what's up? 
What's up, fellas? Let's start with uh, John Harbaugh, and we've played the cut a couple of times, and you were there as it was all unfolding, explaining what happened to the running game and why they didn't run more and when he realized, I guess, things were kind of going pear-shaped in that area. Did give credit to Steve Spagnola, but were you you buying what Harbs was selling Friday, trying to explain, because he had – few days to get them thoughts together why the number one rushing team in the NFL only ran for 81 yards and the running backs combined for six carries. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm buying his reasoning as in, you know, in his mind, that's his truth. You know, that that's what happened. Uh, that's what that's what they saw. You know, the, they, they felt like the circumstances uh, caused them to kind of go away from the run earlier than they wanted to. They felt like some of the looks that the Chiefs were giving them at the line of scrimmage uh, maybe forced them to, to change into different things. They, he brought up the fact that they had a lot of RPOs called as well that, that you know, happened to probably turn into passes. And he did acknowledge that the, the run game was a big part of the game plan going into the game, but for a multitude of reasons, it didn't happen. Now, like I said, I, I buy that, you know, that that's his reasoning for not doing it. I'm not saying that it's acceptable. You know, sure, I'm not saying sure. that people should feel better about it, but I do get, you know, from his standpoint, I'm sure that's, that's what he saw. And that's his reasoning for it going the way it went. And again, Cordell, it's been over a week since the championship game. And, you know, we said it last week on the show, we talked about it with you that it seemed as though a lot of panic buttons were being pushed relatively early as we've had time to reflect are we still feeling that way, if, in fact, you felt that way at all? I mean, you definitely felt like they went away from it, you know, earlier than they should have. Uh, it did kind of look like it, it seemed like the walls were closing in on them yep. at times when, you know, in all actuality, they're just down 10 points. And I think going against that team with Kansas City, you know, you, you have this idea, even though your defense is holding up, getting you stop after stop, maybe in their mind they felt like, you know, at some point the dam is going to break. Um, Kansas City's going to score. So we, you know, they probably felt a sense of urgency to get that second score on the board. And it took until late in the game for that to happen. Um, I don't think it's right. You know, I I think in in those moments you have to be calm. You know, you have to be able to stick to what got you there. And for them to uh, become so one-dimensional against a defense that's that good, um, especially against the pass, it, it, it was unfortunate. Cordell, just saying, you'd probably be just sitting by the pool right now. Oh, man, don't remind me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't remind me. (laughs) Hey, Cordell, you know what was interesting to me, um, listening to that press conference, when he was talking about the receivers, I mean, he was like, Bateman is starting, and Flowers Mm -hmm. are starting. You know, and then sounds to me like Aguilar and Odell probably not going to be back. Yeah, I mean, he didn't really mention anybody else. Uh, nope. Bateman and uh, Zay Flowers are the only two that they have under contract right now. So, you know, not really surprising to see him do that. It, it, in, for real, he, the entire press conference, he didn't talk really much about anybody that was a pending free agent. You know, he Eric DaCosta kind of tried to stay clear of mm-hmm. those guys, understandably so. We're getting to that time of year. So, um, yeah, I think that they are going to have to revamp that wide receiver core. He mentioned that they have Zay, which they clearly uh, hit a home run on. And Bateman, I'm curious to see. You know, he said Bateman's a starter. I don't know. We'll see where Bateman's starting at. It could still be here, but I, I really wouldn't be surprised if he's in a different uniform next year. 
Um, but they are going to have to add more bodies to this receiving core because while this receiving core was improved this year from what it's been, it was still average at best. And Cornell, would you agree? I, I to me, the biggest thing that uh, Lamar needs to work on this offseason: deep ball throwing. Yeah, that and timing, timing passing. I mean, the the yeah. off rhythm, you know, off schedule stuff is great, you know, when when you need it, but it, it doesn't need to be the primary source of what you're doing. So definitely hitting some of those deep balls that are there. It was, you know, that was definitely one of the strong points of uh, the, well, one of the weak points I should say of his game this year. But I also think just being able to have a more in rhythm passing game to help this offensive line out and to help himself out to start being able to take some of these looks when guys are open at the top of their route. And, and Cordell, you know what? The other thing that kind of sucks for the Ravens is, is, losing three guys to become D coordinators, your free agents, you know, I mean, your clownies, your Van Oys, those guys know that Anthony Weaver knows those guys extremely well, you know, so if, and they got a bunch of guys hurt last year, the pass rushers for the Dolphins who have ACLs probably won't be back right away. So that'll be interesting to see what happens with, with these free agent guys of the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, this defense is going to look different. Uh, it's, it's definitely going to look different. I mean, the good thing is you still have the centerpieces of Roquan and Kyle Hamilton there. Marlon will still be around. You know, uh, Matt Abike, I think, will still be on the team next year as well, whether mm-hmm. it's a franchise tag or whatever. Um, but, yeah, some of these veteran guys, these one-year guys, for sure, I'm, I know they're going to keep their eye on, you know, where – uh, what's going on in Miami, what's going on in Seattle, what's going on in Tennessee. You know, I, I'm sure that's going to be uh, the case for sure. But that, when that, all year when we've been talking about this team is going to look different. It's the defensive side of the ball for me that I, I truly felt like I don't know if we'll see this again from personnel to the coaching staff. Well, what about uh, the old line uh, I mean, because if it was up to me, you know, and I could do it financially, I'd replace Ronnie, you know. But what would you do with the old line Cordell? Yeah, I mean, that's a good, that's an interesting thing. You know, Kevin Zeitler's a free agent. Mm-hmm. you got to figure out what you're going to do with him. You mentioned Ronnie. Um, if they cut him post-June 1, what I think they say, $15 million or something like that uh, against the cap. So, And they, even Morgan, you know, who's got Harv's told us has a decision to make on his surgery. So, yeah, Peck. Um, we'll, yeah, Peck surgery. So um, we'll see what happens with those guys. I mean, I, I think it's, it's definitely something that they need to start preparing for, if nothing else. You need to go get your attack this all season in the draft you need you hopefully Voorhees or some you know one of these guys that are in waiting one of these guys are able to turn out to be better than what they thought but yeah I, I do think you know they're going to need to go out there and do do something about this offensive line Ronnie's going to be the puzzling one I, I'm not sure what they're going to do with Ronnie I could see an argument for both sides mm-hmm. you know to either move on or to see if he's got more than what he showed you this year um, but I think that'll be one of the tougher decisions for the cost of this offseason. Hey, Cordell, you know where else we're back to again for the draft again is corner and pass rusher again. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it just doesn't go away, right? You're I mean, right. the pass rusher. The pa- and, and look, credit to Mike McDonald and those guys. This game the last couple of years has made it so that they didn't need a, you know, individually elite pass rusher to get it done. Matabike was great this year, but outside of that, you know, uh, these guys, they had great years, um, but it hasn't been that way for them before this year. And even this past year uh, with Justin Houston on the backstage of his career. So, um, yeah, they will be looking because, you know, the Jabo thing just seems like 
is not there. The oh, I doubt they pick up always fifth year option right now. I'm not, no, you know, no. for him or Bateman. So yeah, the pass rusher for sure. And yeah, corner with with Armor Davis and those guys, you know. I, it's unfortunate how it's unfolding, but yeah, I do think corners, they'll be looking for that along with tackles. Cordell Woodland joining us, Vinny and Haney, 1057. The fan, real quick, Cordell, uh, we, we talked about receivers. You just mentioned pass rushers and DBs. The Ravens' position group that will go over, let's say the biggest overhaul will be what position because. Where's our running back outside of Justice Hill right now? Right. I was just about to say, I wouldn't be surprised if this running back. I asked Eric DaCosta about the running back position on Friday, you know, and he mentioned that they they have Justice and, you know, how much they they obviously love him, and I'm sure they do. Um, But, yeah, they're going to need more. They're going to need more. J.K.'s obviously a free agent. Um, Gus is a free agent as well. So we'll see what happens. But it's it's a couple of good running backs that are going to hit the free agency uh, the free agent market this off season, and you know you can always find you a late round guy in the draft, or in their case, they found Keaton Mitchell undrafted. So you know I'm I'm sure they'll have their eye on the running back position too. Cordell Willen, always great to talk to you. Appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of your Monday, and I'm sure we'll talk to you before the week yeah. is over here. All right, Cordell, enjoy that sunshine, Cordell. Oops, yeah, you're not the, there. That's the, right. the Maryland sunshine. <laughs> the Maryland sunshine. Well, at least it's out. There's a positive. <laughs> right, it is out. It is out. Yeah, right, but it. you're not drinking margaritas by the pool. <laughs> I'm not. All right. See you. Cordell Willen, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. If you're on the phones, we'll get you next. You want to get in there, you can at 410-583-1057. Jason Cole, preview Super Bowl 58 with us. Coming up at 1 o'clock, we got some NFL lunch coming your way also. Cliff Kingsbury's back in the National mm-hmm. Football League. If you missed that news, where did he wind up? Looked like he was headed one place, wound up in another. We'll get into all of that. Then Jeff Ehrman, InsideMDSports.com. We'll look back at Maryland's loss at Michigan State Saturday and what needs to happen for them other than never losing again to get to the NCAA. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Tournament. Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL, and I sucked at uh, electric football. Vinny and Haney, 1057 Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Longtime NFL writer Jason Cole's going to have some NFL lunch with us, top of the hour. Talk Terps, football, and basketball with Jeff Ehrman. From InsideMDSports.com. Bottom of the hour, we're going to hear from Eric DaCosta as well. But let's get out to the phones. People want to talk. Ravens season has come to an end. Orioles spring training. Pitchers and catchers next week. Anticipation was already high. It's through the roof now, and rightfully so, with Corbin Burns and new ownership and all the good stuff going on there. But let's go to Owings Mills. Bring in Harry. Harry, thanks for holding what's happening on this Monday. No, gentlemen, thank you for taking my call. Good afternoon. I just wanted to ask two really quick questions. I'd like to stay on after the first question, if you could answer one of yeah, the Thank you. The first one is related to football. So looking at Anthony Weaver compared to Zach Orr. Now, my initial thought, because I knew that Weaver was the associate head coach 
as well as he had more years of experience than Zach Orr. In your opinion, um, do you think that the um, Ravens would have rather had, had him, or was there a situation where they said, okay, well, you already have something in the works. We don't want to interfere with that, so that way you could get a really good position as well as we can also promote Zach Orr. So if they had a choice between the two, if they were equal, who do you think they would have gone with, Zach Orr anyway or Anthony Weaver? Oh, they were going with Zach Orr all the way. I mean, that that was their first choice. Denard Wilson got a, a coordinator job too. So, but Zach Orr is who they wanted. I, I mean, that was that was pretty easy to figure out because if they wanted, if they would have wanted uh, Weaver to be the D coordinator, Zach Orr probably would be either at Green Bay or in Seattle. Okay, so he got offered the coordinator job in Green Bay, right? Or interviewed for it, Zach Orr. Zach Orr, yes, they interviewed in Green Bay, and then the rumors were that. He was going with McDonald to Seattle. Okay. Oh, Anthony Weaver or no, Zach Orr? Zach Orr. Okay, understood. I think they feel I like would... Zach Orr is kind of a rising star. You know, kind of like young guy, like Mike McDonald was. So it wasn't they thought less of Anthony Weaver. They just thought a little bit more highly of Zach Orr. Correct. Okay, understood. Um, here's my other question. This is related to baseball, and please forgive me if I missed this in past conversations, but during the purchase of the Orioles by Rubenstein, did that include the Masson deal? Yes. It did. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought that it would because I was having a conversation with someone about that. So then that was a pretty good deal with what he paid to include the Masson deal. Yeah, and apparently the, the process is moving smoothly, and it could be finalized within the next uh, month and a half mm-hmm. here. So... All systems go there for a new ownership. Got a big old fancy team that's still young and primed for great things. So, uh, as I said earlier, Harry, this is the most anticipated Orioles season, in my opinion, since 1997. Because even the Bucky, my World Series tickets right now. Let's go. Let's do it. No doubt. All right, Harry, thanks for the call. World Series hasn't been here. Camden Yards wasn't even built yet the last time the World Series was in Baltimore. Neither was M&T Bank Stadium. Nobody even knew what a Baltimore Raven was. Let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Eldersburg. Bring in Mark. Mark, thanks for holding it on the fan. Hey guys, how y'all doing? What's Good. up, man? Um, I'm I'm wishing that Steve Bashotti was at the press conference for the end of year press conference. Instead of asking about all these players, we keep getting the same results with the same head coach, and everybody's talking about it except for the ownership. Everybody's saying, "Oh, this would have been his last game," and he won. He went to the to the uh, end of the conference championship. So what? We want to win a championship. There's no question we had the better team, better players. We didn't have the best leadership. Steve Bashotti saying anything? Um, I, I'm guessing. I don't well, know do if Bashotti will talk. I don't know if he'll. I don't know if he'll talk this year. Well, how do you guys feel about what I just said? Uh, we, we are back in the same place every year. We, we we got the players. Unfortunately, Lamar saved saved Harbaugh's career when 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 Joe Flacco got hurt. He's been here ever since. We've been doing the same thing ever since. Well, and every nothing's different except that he's still here. Well, they won. They went to the AFC Championship game, which is a step in the right direction. They had a phenomenal season. The only thing is, is that the Ravens were sick after that because they were expecting to go to the Super Bowl. I'm sure the owner had his suite or whatever lined up in Vegas already. So the Ravens are not. Whereas, like we talked about, Houston. Uh, you know, the fans are have they're having a parade probably down in Houston after they lost. But I mean, this 
this is kind of a failure. It stings. Yes. And where do you guys think the failure was? Losing to Kansas City. I, I, you know, because it was a team that felt like they could have beat. They had them at home. You got the crowd. You got everything going for you. And um, they laid an egg. They they played like they played in 19 is what they did. My That's opinion. right. He, he, the coach did not change from running backs, getting six rushes. How could that happen? Running back. I know I'm repeating and beating a dead horse. But somebody's going to say, hey, we're going to just keep going to the AFC Championship for the next couple of years until Harbaugh's gone. So you think a coaching change gets him over the hump? Is that where we're going with? Harbs has won a Super I, no, Bowl. No, I think – well, I think he won the Super Bowl on, on other people, on other – on other – in spite of himself. I think we've gotten where we got in, in spite of him with the player's talent. I think without Harbaugh – we know, I mean, with Harbaugh, we know what we have. I'd rather have something different and not know what we have. I don't just want to keep going to the playoffs. That that doesn't solve. That's not saying we're a great team. Well, if the owner would hey, have been thanks, pissed Mark. off, if the owner would have been pissed off, he would have hired Mike McDonald and replaced Harbaugh. And that didn't, that's not happening. You know, Mike McDonald's in Seattle, and Steve Bashotti is not a guy that's going to make an instant decision like we talked about earlier. He and John Taxton. You know, and I'm guessing Bashadi was probably running hot after the game. Let's talk in a couple of days. Well, he's hired one head coach, Steve Bashadi, yeah. since he's been uh, yeah. Ravens owner, and that's John Harbaugh. So they're kind of tied to the hip. Doesn't mean that he's above making a change here. But you want to talk about how frustrated Mark was? He'd rather get rid of the known commodity <laughs> and go in with the unknown, the great unknown. But as they say, Mark, as you know, you know, you risk for something, be careful what you wish for. Right. The next guy might be worse. Bob, the only thing I'm saying is is Lamar's going to be year two of the offense. All those coaches and everybody, year two of the offense. The players, year two of the offense. It's going to be a lot lot more efficient, a lot smoother. It's 58 Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, we will preview Super Bowl 58 with Jason Cole. He'll join us for NFL Lunch in a few minutes. And then Jeff Berman, InsideMDSports.com, will be joining us bottom of the hour, talk some hoops with him, and also talk about how guys like Bo Braid and Leah Tunga Viola did over the weekend to help their draft statuses coming up here. What's the draft? I don't know, since March, April. What was it, first weekend? Oh, it's, it'll be here before you know it. How about that? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.